0: The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today's guest, well, I'm actually touching on something that we haven't done before on the show. So it is a Trader Cobb worldwide exclusive. We're going to be talking to uh, Corey Capaldi uh, of the CoinBros, who basically sets up and you know, distributes and runs Bitcoin ATMs. I want to just discuss some of the reasons why we need to have these, how we use these, what the issues are, and what it actually means for the space as a whole. So, Corey, thank you so much, mate, for, uh, for being on the show.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: No dramas, mate. Listen, so first things first, I mean, as I did with all the guests, I want to know what got you into crypto, because from my understanding, you were, a, you were a paramedic first, weren't you?
0: I was. Um, and, you know, in between calls, you have a lot of time on your hands. And uh, I was always interested in finance. And 2012, I was just kind of sitting there and down a rabbit hole I went and uh, came across Bitcoin. And
1: you just, you never get out of that hole. You just don't. So. Wow. 2012, huh? Jeez, that was, what was the price then? Like 20 cents or something?
0: Um, you or know adult- what? I don't even remember what the price was. Uh, I just remember that it it was volatile, and I didn't really care too much about it until 2014, Mm -hmm. 2015, when it started to actually really get some traction, Um, and then it just exploded from there, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that that took you into the space. And um, I mean, hopefully that you, you know, you, you hung on to enough of them to make sure that it really was a life-changing amount. I really hope that for you. But from my point of view, I mean, there's the next step. So a lot of people have done very, very well with Bitcoin and crypto assets in general. But what was it that made you somebody who didn't just want to sit on the internet and be an asshole, um, somebody who actually wanted to help grow the space and, and, and spread it into ATMs and, and why was ATMs the, uh, the go-to for you?
0: You know what? It, it started off as just a little project between a buddy and I who just mentioned it. Uh, it was, it was so casual. He's like, Hey, you know, these Bitcoin ATMs, they actually exist. And uh, he was kind of on the forefront, he's, he's always ahead of the game and I trust him. And so I said, you know, let's, let's check it out. And then at that time, it was about 2016, <laughs> there were only 80 uh, ATMs, Bitcoin ATMs in California and uh, none, they're all kind of condensed in Los Angeles, just all in one area. Yeah, and I'm in San Bernardino County and there were none. So, uh, also worldwide at that time, there were only 900 ATMs. Wow. Now there's 5,000. You can actually reference coinatmradar.com, which is where kind of everybody sort of of goes. It's like a Google maps for Bitcoin ATMs. Yeah. Okay. And they sort of have the, uh, the the data there and it'll show you the growth from, you know, 2015, 16 on up. And it's just exponential it's just like the uh you know the, the bull market of 2017
1: It just except straight. the atms don't burn
0: no they don't <laughs> they just keep going up you know exactly um so yeah so we, we started it then and uh almost since day one of listening it in the beginning of 2017 uh it just immediately started having customers and people were coming from all over and it was wild to see and then i you know kind of pumped the brakes a little bit on growth didn't know what was going to happen. Um, it, again, it was just sort of a project. And then, uh, you know, I went through two other partners who, you know, sometimes partnerships, they just don't work out. Yeah. So I bought them both out. And now this whole thing is mine, and I can do whatever I want. And now I'm just hell bent on uh, nationwide ex- expansion. Yeah, wow. So, and, and you know, and I don't want to sit here and pretend like I'm someone I'm not. And Tell you, I have hundreds of machines and in that. I don't yet. I do have a few and they're coming out every single week. We're pumping out a new one, doing our best. Um, But it's, uh, I've made the decision to go forward and now I can do whatever I want, whatever I want. So you're rolling,
1: you're looking at nationwide expansion, which is really, really exciting. And, you know, let's let's be honest, Apple started in a garage. You know, you, you might be the, the Bitcoin ATM godfather in the next 10 years. Who knows? But from humble beginnings, big things can grow and you've got the plan, you've got the idea and you've got a product as well. What sort of shops or what sort of places are you finding... Um, are more open to sort of, I guess, seeding these sorts of machines? Because, I mean, I I can't imagine you're going to have it sitting in your Walmart. So what what sort of shops are are open to the idea of having these machines uh, within them?
0: So (laughs) right now, it's really typical to put them in smoke shops or vape shops, liquor stores, gas stations. Those people are pretty open. Uh, Yeah. yeah. They're not corporate-owned, so there's not a lot of bureaucracy, red tape they have to go through. They just... You just pitch them the right idea and they just kind of run with it. And they're super open to it. So that's who's receptive right now. When we first started, it was, it was a nightmare. Oh my Everyone God. was just like, get your magic internet money out of my face. <laughs> now they call me and they say, can you please put one yeah. in my shop? So now you have that problem.
1: It's mm-hmm.
0: used to be no one wants you. Now everybody wants it. So it's yeah a quality problem.
1: Well, one of the, one of the things I see as well, I mean, I think is California now, is it, is uh, it now legal to, to use cannabis at a, at a, a, a um, what's the level? I mean, I know the medicinal, medicinal stuff came in, but, but can you now like have it, um, what's the word I'm trying to come to? Like the same as when you can drink a beer?
0: Recreational.
1: Recreational. That's the one I was after. Yeah,
0: yeah it is. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's, that shows a lot of forward thinking in, uh, within, um, you know, new technology, well, not, not new technology, let's be honest, and it's not technology, but, I mean, it really is a medicine and it's, it's really amazing. Like, I've got friends that live out there in Venice Beach and whatnot and they're telling me about all these products that they can have and it's like, wow. And these things are changing people's lives. They really, really are. And, you know, people think about marijuana and think about somebody sitting back on the couch being stone, eating a packet of Doritos and drinking a chocolate milk, watching, you know, playing World of Warcraft. Whereas that's not really the case. And very much the same uh, with the cryptocurrency space and Bitcoin. A lot of people still see that same person who's sitting there smoking a doobie on the couch playing World of Warcraft, doing some coding in their in their spare time. But California's moving forward, they are seeing it as a bigger industry, and we're seeing that grow. And I think with um with the marijuana uh and uh, the sale of of, of that well the entire industry started starting to grow as well now there seems to be a lot of synergy between that and crypto assets are you finding that um, a lot of the people that like the stores you're putting into the smoke shops that you speak of are already up on on what's going on in the space or is there still a bit of a disconnect
0: um i think there is i think people are all kind of progressing together um whether it's the marijuana space or it's the cryptocurrency space and yep. how, how they may be together just by default. But it's, it's also, you know, other people too, who would never advocate for marijuana, but they advocate for cryptocurrency. Wow, so correct. It, it's really just, um, I think everybody's just waking up to the revolution. I, I mean, how can you not at this point, people see a problem with what's going on with economies and the banking system and, yep. um, uh, finances and they want to take control of their life and their own assets and their wealth. I mean, uh, how, how is that not attractive to
1: anybody? Anyone educated? That's the thing. And that's I think why California is so really good at moving forward, these sorts of things and understanding. And it's great to hear that society as a whole, uh, not just sort of certain pockets of society are very open to these things because California as, as a state, um, So if California was a country, I think it would have the seven largest GDP in the world or something along those lines. So to have a country, sorry, have a country, to have a state with such uh, clout financial power, um, it really is really good to see that they're sort of, I guess, accepting crypto assets. It'd be nice to see them jump on board a little bit more and uh, help to buoy us up a little bit. But I'm sure that that is coming out. When we talk about the ATMs further, we are giving people the opportunity for two things. One, they can see, there's the Bitcoin symbol. So they're, they're, they're more familiar with it being in their life, right? They're more familiar with it being around. So that's, it's sort of subconscious um, development and, and understanding and, and recognition. Now, when it comes to the next stage, we have seen a lot come out um, about scams, about being ripped off. And let's make one thing very, very clear. This happens with normal ATMs. You know, the the, the thing is with normal ATMs, you can put your card in and someone can skim it and then all of a sudden there goes 10 grand out of your account. But the problem is, or sorry, the, the difference there is, is that there is the insurance to back that money that is lost from that account by the bank. Now with the Bitcoin ATMs, of course, we know it's secure. As long as you have your private key, the Bitcoin's yours. But there has been some issues around some of these things in the past. You want to talk us through what those issues are and how we can overcome them?
0: Well, and you know, it's pretty unfortunate. These, these scammers in particular, they're, uh, they're good at what they do. Uh, they'll, they'll have your, you know, for instance, they'll, they'll have your information Mm. in front of them and they'll sort of recite it, uh, you know, to you where it seems like, well, these, these people really know who I am all the while they're posing as, you know, social security or IRS agents, um, saying that they have, you know, a warrant out for your arrest because someone is using your social security uh number to purchase drugs in another country or something however they hook you they hook you and they do it really well and and the crazy part is anybody who's listening to this is, that's already in the space is thinking like how would anybody fall for yeah um you know someone on the phone demanding bitcoin from a random atm yep. well, the thing is it's a lack of education, and the people that are in this space right now, they're smart, you know, and and they they know what to look for, and they've seen scams before because they are prevalent. But you know, it it always leads me back to the conversation and to the kind of bigger picture that cryptocurrencies and owning them, it's a responsibility, and it's also a discipline, and uh, we sort of have to, you know, if if I can give a call to action. Uh, If we want to maintain a healthy space, we have to educate people who aren't in it what the hell a scam looks like. Yeah. Why you don't ever go to a Bitcoin ATM and pump thousands of dollars in there because someone on the phone Tells you to. Yeah, tells you to, exactly. And it seems simple enough to us, the people who are already, you know, um, initiated. But there are, you know, these, these people that are getting scammed uh, they're real people, and and I talk to them face to face, and their their families are getting ruined. I mean, they're they're crying, uh, yeah. and it's it's an emotional event, and I feel horrible for them. And uh, you know, they can't believe. Another reason why they're so gullible is because they never think anybody would take advantage of them. Yeah, and it's. I, I mean, you know, these scams have to stop. So I think that bigger picture. Uh, starting to spread the awareness of what these scams look like. Takeaway point number one, don't ever put anybody, don't ever give anyone Bitcoin to any other wallet, but your own.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Don't ever listen to anybody saying, Hey, give me Bitcoin for X, Y, and Z. Just anytime someone mentions Bitcoin and give me hang up the phone, you know, it, I mean, uh, it's just, it's pretty straightforward. And I don't want, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it is a problem that's really prevalent right now. And, uh, our ATMs, not just mine. Clearly, I mean, you have a lot of these bigger guys. They're being targeted, and yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a disaster. It's a das- Also, the, the people who want to come into this space now have a bad taste in their
1: mouth. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All they all they know of Bitcoin is that one time they lost ten thousand uh, dollars because someone tried to shake them down. You know. Yeah. So uh, you know, something has to be done.
1: No, I couldn't agree more. And I, and I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's around that education because I mean, I, I'm sure you've had the same scammers in, in, the, in the States, but here in Australia, there's um, always around tax time, it's sort of calling up and you know, we've got a warrant for your arrest and blah, blah, blah. You need to send, uh, you know, whatever it is in uh, iTunes vouchers, right? Now well, if you can, yeah, okay, let me, let's let's be honest here, you're sitting there going, huh? Yeah. yeah. So they say, right, you've got to send it, you've got to buy iTunes vouchers and do this. So. What we tend to see here is that the people that are getting scammed tend to be the elderly. Uh, a lot of the time, they're the ones that fall for this. So somebody who's a bit older, they're not so tech savvy. They're not so up with information. They're still using, like, the, they still get their, their news from the, the TV. Um, they listen to the radio, they watch the TV, and, and they might even read the paper. But that's basically plugging into one stream of news, which doesn't cover most of what's going on out there, as we know, you know, like it does cover to a certain extent. There's all sorts, you know, I'm not going to get in the fake news sort of path. That's not where I was going with it, but but they, they, their eyes are shut. I mean, if you look in uh, normal media right now, the only time they ever mention cryptocurrency or Bitcoin is really when it's going nuts. Or if there's a really innovative new tech in something like the Financial Times, they'll talk about the blockchain application. So there's a little bit of it sliding in through blockchain, but most old people aren't reading those parts and it makes them very vulnerable. And it's because they have come from a much more trusting society where it is difficult to rip you off, that I understand the internet so well, that I understand the way things work, so it is very easy for those people to become victims of it. So education is always the key, whether it be to enter into the market to understand what it is that we're doing, or just understanding there are a lot of assholes out there that are gonna try and steal your money from you. Here's what you need to avoid. It's very, very simple stuff. So, I mean, I guess you're, the, you're one of the, uh, the people at the coalface, so to speak, or more so your ATM machines. Is there something that you could put on? Is there a warning there? If anybody asks for your Bitcoin, just ignore. <laughs> like, is there something there that you can sort of include in there? Is there links on a website? Is there a pr- process of understanding? Because, you know, you are going to have a lot of people, especially in this next burn, that are going to be standing in front of your machines looking straight down at it, and they need to get this information
0: well let me tell you so uh that's a that's a great question and the answer is yes Good. the uh bitcoin atms that i use are uh, general bytes and their back-end interface are really customizable from welcome screens to terms and conditions page yep. so before first of all um i'm a fully compliant and uh entity so i, I uh, have a money service business License uh, registered with FinCEN, where I you know I have uh, an AML uh, KYC policy, and I have a compliance officer, Jessica Murphy. She's amazing. All these things have to come standard with yeah. this kind yeah. of company. Okay, so that's that's our protection. You know, uh, that's the way that we save our ass in, the, in yeah. case something bad happens. As it pertains to the customer, um, we do have, particularly, uh, terms and conditions page. Which ironically enough, before you buy Bitcoin, you agree to them, lists every single scenario that these people have fallen for had they just read yeah. the first line on mm-hmm. the term. So now what I'm doing is I'm educating the store owners of what a scam looks like. Uh, you know, a lot of the times, the, you know, these people are on the phone pumping money. And they're talking to the scammer at the same time.
1: Yeah. So yeah, true.
0: This is what to look for. Yeah. Uh, you know store owner, um, also I have signs put up saying, you know, beware. These people, you know, they're scared. They have tunnel vision. Um, and the people on the other end of the line are really aggressive. Yeah. And they're saying, don't tell anyone about this. Don't talk to anyone. And just, yeah, there's a terms and conditions page. Just press it really quickly and let's just get this over with. So they know exactly what the terminals look like on the screens and mm. you know these people are able to circumvent limits and they know what they're doing so uh, you know to go back to your initial question, I'm doing everything I can to stop this and now you know the next thing is a campaign uh, you know uh, of you know awareness uh, social media awareness of just pumping out videos of you know what these things look like and hopefully it will stop one person from falling. So, yeah. Headache. This is our our
1: biggest It's a work in progress. There's a lot to be done. You've got a big project to roll out across the country. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you, mate. I wanted to, before we go, is uh, just uh, let people know um, where they can find the locations of uh, your uh, ATMs and, and where they can go to find out more about you and the service itself.
0: Uh, Sure. So uh, two places. You can go on the coinbros.com sort of shows a list of locations. They're not all all on there yet. Uh, We have two rolling out uh, in Florida uh, this month, actually. And then another in a really kind of a surprise location that nobody's really expecting. And I'm excited about that. You can also go on to coin ATM radar, which, again, will reference all of the amazing uh, Bitcoin ATMs all around you and um so yeah i mean that's that's basically it as far as locations right now that's just kind of how people reference it
1: and i suppose that that's also the uh, the coinbros.com if you are a retail owner or a store owner somewhere in the us um that's where you would go to uh, to get in contact here and really just reach out and go you know Corey, we want one of your machines and we want it here that's the best way to go if you're somebody who wants to get one of these machines if you're somebody who wants to check them out and use them It's also the best place to go because you can find out exactly where they are along with the website that Corey just mentioned. Well, mate, look, I wish you all the best of luck because anything for adoption uh, of crypto, Bitcoin and whatnot within the space is definitely going to get my support and two thumbs up for uh, doing the right thing as well around the education of those scams. We can't turn our back to it. We know that these things are happening. It's up to us as a community to come together to make this uh, a safe space, as safe as possible for people to actually have a positive experience and for our Crypto to grow and the space to grow. So thank you for everything that you're doing. I really appreciate your time and I will speak down the track. Thank you. No worries, guys. Have a great day. Bye for now. The
0: Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at TraderCobb.com because experience matters.